Bring it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. He's going to take it to the house. 85 yards. Down the right side going Devin Smith. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh, for the touchdown. Kraft shoots it high on the right for three. This is the Buckeye Show. Happy Wednesday, Buckeye fans. I am Timmy Hall. So good to be here with you. We're rocking and rolling. We're getting ready for the Cotton Bowl game on Friday. A lot of my friends have stuck around to help me out, keep me company, and keep you guys company as well. Panama Ted back there running things. That is awesome. And right here to my right, the one, the only, the common man. Thank you so much for staying, buddy. That's awfully, we don't, awfully we don't have nice any staff. You. No, there's it was no... either me or Calvin, the maintenance guy. There... Calvin could have could have been a nice ad for tonight. I didn't even have someone to put the fader oh, up for the look, look applause. At, look at you, very nice with your sound effects. Oh, it is beautiful. This is a real show, isn't it? You know, I I did have a conversation. He mentioned Cal. He's a super nice guy that you know helps us out around here, and he loves to talk sports with us. Like he sees us around. He knows what we do. He loves getting into the conversation. And if I'm not too busy, I like to partake. And he asked me how the holiday was. You know, I said, good man. You know, it was nice. Stayed at home. It was just me, Sarah and Jack for most, most of the time, my parents traveled away. So Sarah's parents came over for about a couple hours and then they were gone. It was the three of us hanging out. And he said, his day was pretty chill too. I was glad to hear. And he said, what about new year's Eve? You know, what about new year's Eve? And I said, I, I'm not doing that. I said, I'll be, I'll what time will you be sleeping day. on New Year's Eve? Now, that's the thing. I could go, I'll take a nap. That's what I give to you. My promise to you is that I will close my eyes. Even if it's like that 20 to 25 minute cat nap, power nap, I love those. Those can really so recharge me. Is that so you could stay up so all I the way to midnight? I like to be able to stay up to care. midnight. No. It's not that important to me, I'll but I would asleep never at go anywhere. on the couch, and then Kristen will wake me up. As the ball is dropping, and then she'll say, all right, time to go to bed. <laughs> right? So we stay up. That's it. Just to go to bed. Yes. But that that's about what it is. And you can call that stupid. It is. It very much is. But I'm I, for the most part, can stay up until 11-ish, 11.30. That number continues to get earlier and earlier. For the longest time, I was always the guy that had trouble falling asleep and you've had this too. Like we've shared this experience. Insomnia can be Fall, a real thing for me. Sleep, I don't have a problem with. Staying asleep, I have a problem with. Oh, see, some, I can fall asleep very easily, but yeah. then I'll wake up eighteen million times in the middle of the night. Well, that is unfortunate. So you're not a heavy sleeper. No, are you kidding? I get to sleep, when, and when I'm I gone. When I was a kid, back when I was banging. The smoke detector would go off. Like the phone would ring. Well, and the, I would, well the smoke detector might be the all-time most annoying. I'm just noise. saying, but I would be comatose. Like, my parents could not get me up. Nothing could get me up. Now, if someone flushes the toilet two houses down, I'm up. Oh, God. I'm up. Everything gets me up. God, that's how my wife is, and it's so hard to watch a game once she's gone to bed. I have to turn the volume down to level six, and I can't, you know, get up and cheer no, no, no. or react. Just not even that. Just footsteps, anything. Yeah. I've, I've actually had to become trained as a sports fan to cheer in silence. I will make... And I guess the good thing is, is we're, we're in the downstairs level. So there's no creaking of the floors because we're on the slab. We're on the concrete surface. So you can, you can bottom of the split back level. and forth. I can run down there. Yeah. If I head, head to the steps, then the creaking and whatnot happens like, with the crawl space under, but downstairs I'm good, but I like have to fist pump and I just, I kind of talk to myself at a quiet level and I can cheer in total silence 
but I've had to learn to do that to be cognizant of a very, very heavy sleeper. Well, I've done that too because, you know, when the, you know, Buckeyes play in a big night game or something like that and you got a little kid sleeping upstairs. Absolutely. Then you sort of have to mute your expression. Yeah, you do. But I've got, I've gotten used to that. Just sort of the quiet celebration. Have you ever been so distraught that you had to leave the house to swear? Or yes. drive around. I've done yes. both the walk around the neighborhood after a big loss in the middle of the night, night game loss. Yeah. And I've done the drive by myself. Just get in the car and drive. Well, what, what have these Ohio State Michigan games done to you lately? Have they brought anything out like that? Or has it just been to the point now where you're more despondent? Uh, I'll usually be here at work. So it's different for me watching Buck. My Buckeye football viewing experiences right. must be so different than everybody's. But I am a fan. Like I am. This is not a fake thing. I do this job for 11 I'll years. What, and I'm the a part only, of it now. The only times where I've had to actually leave the house. Don't get me wrong. I was totally disgusted and distraught when you lose to Michigan. But somehow that loss in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Right, the fact that it's a noon kickoff—you you just sort of turn that TV off, and I don't want to see it. I don't want to see any more football. I'm done with it. I'm finished. You got to have dinner in a couple hours. But you and, know? and the last I thing I do—the last thing I want to do—is then go out, walk around the neighborhood, and then see people. I was like, oh yeah, tough game. I want to when I leave and go walk around. It's in total darkness, or I'm driving around in total darkness because that's how my mood is. I the one story that I retold uh, recently you you mentioned leaving a game I I once left a national championship watch I was not at the game this was not like I was credentialed or ticketed as a fan it I was mean, like a watch party it was I, I went to my sister's house to watch the national oh, championship okay. game right. my alma mater was playing in it you know super jacked up excited and this is Kansas. This was this, this was Ka- obviously Kansas Memphis basketball. Kansas Memphis basketball. If you're saying when did Kansas play? Hey, how about the nine win season? Huh? Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. How yeah. about it? Guaranteed rate bowl victory for nine wins. But anyway, the end of the Kansas Memphis game was not going the Jayhawks way, as yeah. everybody can remember. And I was a different person back then. I was only a few years removed from all of my college experiences there and having a great time at the games with my buddies and living and dying with it, right? You remember when you felt more, right, as a fan, just with your team living and dying on the edge with them, whether it was the Bears or somebody. So that happened. And since I was just watching the game at my sister's house with friends, I said, that, that's it. Like, I'm, I was so mad. I was so irate that we were going to lose that game to that team. I hated that team, and you, I hated you didn't want to see it. You don't want to stick around to see it. I didn't want to see it. I wasn't going to sit there and see it. I was going to take my medicine. Okay, we lost. There's another chance. Everybody that talks about them as a blue blood that never cashes in in the NCAA tournament, I couldn't disagree with I'm any of that. I'm you surprised know? that you went to and I left. a party to it, watch it. Yeah. Like, like Buckeye Michigan this year, my wife and my daughter left. Because I needed to watch the game by myself. I've heard that about you, and I, under, I understand I that. I can't watch the game with a group full of people. I can't make chit-chat and have other people commenting and making small talk. I don't want to hear it. I, I get that for a game that big. And, and the, the Ohio State-Michigan game, people that listen to this show, people that listen to this station, everybody gets it, right? Everybody understands. I, I think it's hard to explain that level of passion and intensity to outsiders, even people that consider themselves to be diehard sports fans, to where it's like that. I think the level of attention that Buckeye fans pay to every single play of every single game 
is just different. I think it's different. I mean, I, I guess I would venture to say that there's a lot of Browns fans and Bengals fans at the pro level that do it that way too. It's just something different about football. Well, it's and it's Ohio. the way it's the way the game has evolved too, where you have very few challenges during the regular season. You essentially have three months of foreplay. Exactly. Okay. You get three or four real you games. Get, a you year. get three months of foreplay, and then you know it's all been building up towards this. Yeah. Yeah. So then, if the the grand finale doesn't work out for you. All the foreplay is meaningless. Yeah. That was all just a, an appetizer to get to the main course. And, I, and it, it tasted like crap. And, and look, as we get to this game that's coming up this week, and it's almost like a kickstart to the offseason. It sort of extends the offseason where you don't get into the college football playoff and you get a lot of practice time for a lot of young men that are going to be a big part of the team in 2024. And I know you've stated your case on on where this game is, but... There, there is an added level of intrigue for a lot of Buckeye fans that were disappointed simply because of the quarterback position. And it's just wild to watch their office, you know, technically call it a front office, right? Because that's what these guys yeah, are like. Mark yeah. Pantone and company and even all the assistant coaches and the collectives work with them now. It's, it's like a trying to become a well-oiled machine. Maybe can't say well-oiled yet because we're still so new with this NIL era, but they're trying to get grasps on it and understand the transfer portal and who's available. When your Ohio State football and, the, and QB1 becomes available, you've got a great thing to sell. But it seems that after looking at all that, and maybe, and we talked about Cam Ward maybe two or three weeks ago when we did a show together, and that guy wasn't all that he was cracked up to be as far as Ohio State's interest in him. But... To stand pat and to, to like, you know, the future maybe with Aaron Nolan, though it might not be next year, but Lincoln Keenholz and Devin Brown, who comes right out of the guns or comes right out of the, shoots himself out of a cannon at the one press conference saying, hello, you know, I'm the starting quarterback and I'm right. ready to, ready to take it on in this game. Surprise a lot of people, but you get that level of intrigue in seeing the more mobile guy who we really didn't get to see much of at all. We thought we were going to see more of this two quarterback, not necessarily a dual quarterback system, but there's that aspect. If he gets the ball and goes the whole game with a very different Ohio state team than we've seen, if he went out and wowed people that would, I think do something kicking off into the off season. Yeah, I guess maybe a little bit. Um, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to this. There's no intrigue for me. And if Devin Brown goes out and he has a, a nice game, that's not going to mean much to me. I, I don't, Still, I, I don't understand how Ryan Day can go into 2024, his make or break season. I mean, this is it for him. There are some people who said that last year, this year, whatever you want to say. Right, right. 2023 should have been it. What was it? 80% of us on the polls that we did thought that they were definitely going to bring in a, a bigger I, I name transfer how, I don't know how, with all the names that hit the portal and the way that this works out and the fact that you're Ohio State and you can offer these guys a... A great opportunity to play and a financial package that's rivaled by few. How you're going to go into your make or break year with a guy that you deemed to be not better than Cal McCord last year. And that's what it was. You can have revisionist history and say, well, I was hurt in spring ball. He had every opportunity to win this job and he wasn't good enough to win the job. And so now you're saying you've seen enough from him behind the scenes and in practice and all this other crap to say, this is my guy for 2024. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I got to do something very, very cool today in filling in cool for me, filling in for Paul Keels on the Chris Holtman show. 
And the Holt man told us something about the upcoming game that I think we definitely got to keep in mind. Common man is in with me. You guys have the Buckeye show on the fan. The sound of Paul Keels calling a Buckeye game is erotic. Oh, yes. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan, Ohio sports destination. If the colors scarlet and gray made a sound, that sound would be this. This is the Buckeye show. Timmy Hall and the common man. Oh, oh, I'm happy. Talking about the Buckeyes. Will you talk Holtman now? Yeah. I Basketball I, time? I had a lot of fun today. It's the second time in a month that I got to fill in for the great Paul Keels doing the coaches show. I was, I was surprised because I knew you were doing that show today. Mm-hmm. And I came dressed like a bum. I'm in my sweatpants. <laughs> and I said, well, Timmy's going to be dressed nice because he's going to do the... The coaches. You remember the last time I did and that? And you you were put together. Yeah. You actually showered. Looks like you ran a bick through your face. Today, you come in looking like you're living under the bridge. <laughs> and I was surprised because you know usually you dapper yourself. Well, wait up. a minute. Wait a minute. Am I looking under the bridge or am yeah. I just looking basketball? No. Am looking, I looking gym clothes like you, you look like a slob? I. You got it. You got to say it, right? You look like a slob. I look like you, though. I know. I I'm a like slob. You today. But I didn't go meet Chris Holtman today. All right. So let me let me explain. So the last time I was there, went into the offices. So they've got their renovated basketball offices. People might know this. They're in the Schottenstein Center. And they you can see it from the outside, that Northwest Rotunda, whatever it is, the big practice facility. They're up there on the second floor. It's beautiful. Yeah. And... We just do the show from the conference room there. So it's nice. Like, it's convenient. Chris Holtman can just, if they had practice, he can zip on up there. He can go down to his office in a commercial break, get right back down, throw the headset on. When I noticed last time I was there, I was severely overdressed. It was almost like my first day in sports radio where I had one of these executive producers warn me and say how important it was to make a good impression on the bosses. You need to wear a suit and tie when you show up. For your first day, but you didn't wear a suit and tie. What did I, you have on? Well, I wore a I wore a nice like untuck it collared shirt. I put on my fancy shoes and had a really nice pair of jeans on, like iron, not iron, right. but so you not had, wrinkled and good. You had on a pair of jeans, <laughs> a pair of pants, and, and a button down shirt that you didn't even tuck <laughs> and in. I felt so overdressed when what I was are there. They, what are they? Just naked in they're, there? They're wearing their basketball pants, like the gym pants. Jordans or LeBrons, I should say, and you know, dry fit shirts or quarter zips. That's what it was. Yeah, but zipper hoodies, whatever. That's how they were. That's their job. I, that's their business. It. When you, if you were to go to a hospital and interview a surgeon, you wouldn't just wouldn't wear look. scrubs. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. So what's wrong with wearing clothes? I know. And look, so you decided to dress like you're one of the team members. I I wasn't interviewing for the job, and I also went off of how Skip looked too, who was our representative of the network and of the fan. And I piggybacked on what his attire Skip's was. Been here for forty time. years. <laughs> I know. He I doesn't know. need to wear clothes if he doesn't want to. I'm, I mean, I've been here eleven years. No, and I dress like a slob every don't, once in a don't while. Don't compare yourself to Skip. I don't. You sh- you could talk to Chris Holtman and ask him if you thought if you think that I looked acceptable today. Right. But he would tell you I did. So we actually oh, had a, a slob too. We actually had a fun final segment of the show. The Chris Holtman radio show is available for download uh, in podcast form as well to hear all the nuts and bolts of what we talked about. There's West Virginia content in there. We talked about just team-specific things. Bruce Thornton, his assist-to-turnover ratio, he's, he's fantastic. But I, I noticed that Holtman 
didn't stay with the quarter zip nation when the pandemic sort of dumbed down the sideline attire all across college basketball. I say that maybe, you know, 15% or less of coaches went back to dressing up after the pandemic. The Holtman did, though. But Chris Holtman did. He started wearing a suit. He's not wearing a tie. So right, that's the but one he's, thing he's still he missed, wearing a suit. But he's wearing nice pants and a sport coat. Sometimes the pants don't match the sport coat, but he's looking very nice all the time. And he said, you know, the wife doesn't like, didn't like the quarter zip look. And he just likes the way he feels in that stuff a little bit dressed up All to right. go and do the job. That's fine. More power to him. God I bless. Would, I would probably be the other way where I'd wear a nice pair of pants with the quarter zip. And maybe the staff matches a little bit. You see that with staff sometime. But that's where it was. I also asked him about... You know, how it goes being on uh, Ohio State's staff where you've got guys that love all the Nike gear that they have. And then you got one side where it's Air Jordan stuff and another side where it's LeBron stuff because Ron Stokes was wearing a slick zipper hoodie with the LBJ or the King James logo on the sleeve. And I commented how fabulous he looked in it. And Holtman went all in on, on LeBron stuff, as he should. He crapped on the Jordan stuff. He didn't crap. He didn't he mention. He didn't mention the Jordan stuff. He just loves all the LeBron stuff. Well, of course that he does. Gets. LeBron's, you know, an alum who's not an alum. He's an alum who's not an alum. You can go to a store and buy a Buckeye basketball jersey that says LeBron James. So the thing that uh, that he pointed out today that people should keep in mind when we go into this West Virginia game on the thirtieth is that you'll look at West Virginia's record and it's bad. It's the turnover from Bob Huggins. Yeah, really bad what he did. Stupid thing that got him out of there, and he had to be out of there. But this is really like we say this sometimes it's like, oh, you're just setting yourself up for an excuse if they don't win this game. I'm telling you, just go to their team and read up what has happened. They've got three transfers, one, two, three big nucleus of the team when they were preseason top 25 all became eligible. One of their guys is now scoring 29 points per game that just came back. So they've got Raekwon Battle, Noah Farrakhan and Kerr Kreese, who came over from Arizona all averaging over double figures. So this game coming up on Saturday does turn out to be a bigger game than we expected with West Virginia's very, very sluggish start. That's all I'm saying. Keep that in mind. It's a big game, and it would be a big deal for the Buckeyes to win it and then be 11-2 and two and then go into the rest of Big Ten Conference play, and then it ramps up. It'll be a tough March and to then, March. Well, and let, then, let's, let's hope that January doesn't repeat. I'm not, look, I'm not looking forward to March right now. I want to get through January. I want to avoid the swoon that we've seen. What is it? Three out of the five Holtman years. I want to see. I want to see a big lead in their Big Ten record before well, I get carried away. I've said that from the beginning, and I still what, say that. You know, five I games think over five hundred. What you and I want too is not necessarily all. Well, of course, we'd love if you're competing for a Big Ten championship. I'm saying go five hundred in conference play. If you go five hundred, you're a tournament team. No mm-hmm. questions asked. Yeah. Absolutely, in this conference, and that's even yes. with the Big Ten looked like it might be a little bit down, but I think it rose up here this last month, and they won some big games, and Purdue is Purdue with Zach Eady and all that good stuff. But hey, this is what we got coming up. So Jackets are coming up tonight, and we won't have a show tomorrow because of the Browns Thursday night game. And then Friday, yes, we're going to be here pretty much all day getting ready for the bowl coverage. Then I will be by afterwards with Beam late into the night, for some post-game coverage. And you're with so me that's tomorrow, great. 3 to 6. And with you tomorrow, 3 to 6. Guys, check out the podcast. Anywhere you get your audio, you can download the Buckeye Show podcast there. Jackets, up next on The Fan. The Buckeye Show is sponsored by CareSource. Proud to be your home for Ohio State Athletics. The Fan, Ohio sports destination.